Happy Blobs Day, my friends. It's the C.J. Morgan Show. And boy, oh boy, do we have an exciting program for you today, which is usually what I say when I can't think of anything to say or don't have an exciting program. But we actually Shh, don't tell them that. do. No. Uh, do we? We have bleachers tickets to give away oh, that's that I keep exciting. forgetting about. And I've got some complaints about the recent games I've done, such as... Uh, Bleachers trivia, which all the answers were bleach Who or bleachers. Um, I Emily's eyes did. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna say certainly not the listener. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, you know when I had trivia about just rhyming words with bleachers, I thought it was easy enough once you got what the gimmick was. Oh man! But it wasn't. It's was a little hard. I still love the nice. the uh, if you want to talk to your grandma, what should you do? And it's just reach. What about Peach what about or... people who grow uh, peach trees? Yeah, I mean all those Peaches. answers will work. But uh, today I'm not going to do any sort of trivia that has anything to do with the band bleachers itself. Um, in a dream last night, I brought back one of my favorite games, which is the Price is Wrong, bitch, which Ooh. is essentially just my take on Price is Right, but instead of using common household kitchen items i find weird and bizarre stuff from the internet and uh, i think we're going to i think we're going to do a bit of timu today <gasps> yes i love this that has become the oh. cheaper version of even wayfair or, or wish, wish. Yeah. and the ads are nonstop um i don't know if it's a drop ship operation or if it's actually like just weird cheap whatever it well, is how do you they've know, got everything i say how do you know timu doesn't have what you want I mean, they have, have, everything, they have everything you everything want. That you want. Exactly. Do you need um, something to clean your ears? So They've got it. Yeah. I, I do. I also wonder if Timo's just like, there's, you know how you saw the old commercials back in the day that were like, uh, just pay shipping and handling order for only $5.99. You get two ShamWows. The entire gimmick with that wasn't about you buying the product. It was you would often then be on a list that gets unending products that oh. they charge you for, or they would take your credit card info, or they would um, sell your info to other people. So I wonder if Timu's kind of like, you download the app, you buy stuff. It's not about selling products. It's about using and having your information. Conspiracies. Either way, we're going to play a Price is Wrong Bitch Timo version, and we're also going to discuss uh, lots of sports today, even Longhorn football, all that and more right here on this show with this DJ on this station. Funny, random, weird. The C.J. Morgan Show, 101X. Let's celebrate Arkansas today. On January 11th, we celebrate Arkansas on National Arkansas Day, recognizing the natural state, as it's called, as the 25th state to join the union. Now, here's my first big problem with uh, what we recognize as National Arkansas Day. You'd think, oh, that means if we're celebrating it on January 11th, that surely. must have been the day. Yeah, surely it's one of the that existed. they joined the union, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, no, it was actually uh, June fifteenth. So, oh man, yeah, that's Arkansas's birthday, I guess. It's, it's a little it's different. It's so weird. Let me let me see real quick. Uh, what history makes no sense? I like Little Rock. That's a cool sounding name, though. Little you, Rock, because a lot of our city names or our things have grandiose, you know, or yeah. they're just named after a cool place in the past. New Honestly, Amsterdam, New York. If you Little had, like, a, a baby cousin, Little Rock would be a good nickname yeah. for them. Like, if you're just, like, hey, man, go get Little Rock. I, just, and I like how modest it is. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. Little Rock. Uh, Arkansas is <laughs> known for uh, a lot of big and Little Rocks, which we'll discuss. But <gasps> first, uh, why isn't June 15th National Arkansas Day? Yeah, why? Uh, because there's a lot more important days. National Phone Party Day. Smile Power Day, Megalodon Day, Magna Carta Day, and Global Wind Day. Ooh, we're going to so, look up when Megalodon started existing. Yeah. It's not going to be any time in June, no, and it's going to be so frustrating. Not. Now, anytime we do uh, Today's the Greatest, and we're talking about facts like this on National Arkansas Day, uh, I'm going to inform you and hope you will realize what I realize, why Arkansas is awesome. I could play dueling banjos and make fun of the <laughs> redneckery and the education, but I'm not going to do that today. I'm not. Why? CJ, you know uh, Arkansas is one of the most American states. You know why? Why? It's got the uh it's got AR in its name. I guess so. Um and it's the 15th oh no, 25th state added to the union. Damn it. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm glad that joke was worth interrupting uh our serious moment of talking about Arkansas, which we're going to do now. 
Populated by the Osage, Cotto, and Quipua tribes, when French and Spanish explorers arrived in the area, Arkansas teams with streams, lakes, and rivers. It's also known to have lots of rocks and minerals. As a matter of fact, it's the quartz crystal capital of the world and has the only diamond mine in the United States. Its name, The Natural State. And the Ozark National Forest is over one million acres, but it was the Hot Springs National Park that became America's first national preserve and later on became the first of our national park system. So Arkansas has a very special place in many people's hearts, and I vacation there occasionally during the summer in the mountains of northeastern Arkansas. Go and stay at a cabin. Uh, It's up in the mountains, so it's cool during Mm. the hot summer. Rolling thunderstorms come through. And let me tell you why Arkansas is also the land of opportunity. If you want to move to Bentonville, Arkansas, that is the headquarters of Walmart and Emily, let's say you want to open a small crystal business up there, or <laughs> like uh, small. a little shop. Yikes! Anything. I mean, okay. they're the quartz capital of the, the world, or the country at least. So, damn, it sounds like it's going to be competitive. Okay, there. I got it, Emily. If you want to open a, your own cosplay shop and sell <gasps> okay. different stuff, uh, Benville and Walmart will often give you tax-free land and business incentives to where you don't have to pay money back for a very long time to move to Bentonville because they want people to come work for Walmart corporate. So it's got a burgeoning scene. They're really trying to turn the area into a hip, fun place to be. So if you're looking for land of opportunity, if you want to make more money than you're making in, say, somewhere like Austin where the cost of living is very expensive but the cost of wages are pretty low, hey, Bentonville is waiting for you. The CJ Morgan CJ, Show. How much are they paying you, man? We're available for hire. I'm going back to Vegas this weekend, and it, it just made me think of a story. I don't know if I've ever really told it. I completely forgot about this moment until just now. And I want to know if I did the right thing or if I'm chicken S. Uh-oh. Because my second trip ever going to Vegas, uh, my first two, by the way, were because of the radio. We got uh, asked if anyone would want to go down and cover the UFC fights. And I was like, hell yeah, I'd love to do it. They didn't pay you money, but they paid for your airfare and hotel. So I was like, yeah, I'll do that. So I did it once uh, back in 2013. And then a few months later, I got to go again. And I was staying at the MGM Grand. I got to go to the media area. We did dinners. We, We got tickets to the fight, obviously. And so I was like, man, this is awesome. I love doing it. I uh, can't believe that they would do that. I, I wish I lived in those radio days. I mean, it wasn't radio that paid for it. It was like HBO or something or whoever, you know, showed yeah. the fight on pay-per-view. But it was a pretty cool experience. It, it was fun to do. And although a lot of the sports guys from Austin were kind of douchey to me, I still enjoyed it. I still you had fun. Fake it enough. And I was, I was pretty into the UFC then. And the last fight I'd got to see was Anderson Silva, who's one of the greatest ever, getting knocked out by Chris Weidman. This one was getting to see George St. Pierre against Johnny Hendricks in one of his final fights. Also a legend if you know your UFC stuff. But that's not the point. The point is, way after the fight, uh, which was at the MGM Grand, which is where my buddy and I were staying, He had met some girls, so he was out clubbing with them when I went to the fight. And then I'm going to go up to the room and and probably change. I'm also, you know, I'd been drinking. I think I took some shrooms. So I'm feeling pretty messed up. Yeah, whatever you do in Vegas, I get it. At the bottom of the elevator are a bunch of UFC fighters, commentators, and, of course, Joe Rogan, who's a big UFC guy, and he's also one of the commentators. They're all hanging out. So a bunch of fans are taking pictures and... In that day, the Rogan podcast was still very popular. It was still pretty huge. And I was a big listener back then. Like when I when I criticize the Joe Rogan experience these days, people are like, you don't know what you're talking about. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, no, no. I have my master's degree. I listened to that show for 10 years. Like I can tell you more than you think you know. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. I was, for I 10 was, years. But I was the anybody. OG oh, hipster my fan back when Jingling. it was like him and Red Band doing yeah. a weird video thing, all right? I liked him before he was cool. Yeah. I mean, was he ever cool? 
listen to well, him, so. Have you seen Fear Factor? Of course he was oh, cool. you're right. Fear Factor era is my favorite Joe <laughs> Rogan era. Me too. Our pretty news fa- radio. Pretty fascinating career arc. Anyhow, uh, all these fighters and stuff, they're, they're kind of hanging out down there. And it's not the guys that were in the fight. It's people that go to watch. And so you've got, you know, some celebrities and, and Rogan. And I go up and I talk to him and take a picture because at the time he would still come and do our radio shows and so I didn't know him, but I had something to be like, oh, when are you going to come back to us? I was like, oh, yeah, visit Dudley Bob. He's like, I don't know, man. It's too early. And somehow, some way, this is where things get confusing because at some point, you know, there were a lot of fans and they were swarming everyone. People were kind of ushered out. I ended up in an elevator going up with some of these people, and I ended up on in the top floor of the <gasps> MGM Grand. The in the top area, I ended up in the penthouse. Incredible. And what so a Vegas you, day. You walk out, and you know, there's like an attendant there, and they make sure, but I'm with a crowd of people, and the crowd is all the fighters, and Rogan, and I guess some of his people end up up there, and everyone's kind of standing around for a while and hanging out and talking, and I clearly don't belong, but there's a lot of people. And so they start to go, I'm assuming towards a, a room to hang out or a penthouse or whatever, you know, that they're going to have their Kissing. celebrity after party. Oh, yeah, the secret time. And I'm like, oh, man, my buddy's texting me. He's like, where are you at? And, he's, and I was kind of telling him, like, you won't believe what happened. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to just go in the room and just kind of hang out. Just keep low profile. Don't really talk to people, but yeah. act normal. Sit in the cuck chair and just watch. Grab a beer. Uh, I mean, d- dude, it was like 40 people. It was a lot of... You a lot know, of bodies in a hotel room. Yeah, yeah, suite. but yeah. it was the, it was UFC fighters. It was Joe Rogan. It was some B movie celebrities. It Ooh. was a lot of good looking girls. So I'm like, yeah, why not go party? I but bet they were going on there to have a little secret wrestling. I got scared. And so you I, didn't do it. I got back in the elevator. Uh, I got back in the elevator, went to my room, why? and then of course I couldn't get back up to that level because no. you got to have the card to do it. I know. But did I do the uh, right thing, or no. should I have tried no. to sneak into? Technically, you did the right thing, but when has anyone had fun doing the right also, thing? I know. <laughs> and, you know it's the right thing because they, nobody said, "Hey, man, you can't come up to the penthouse with us." Everyone's just drunk and talking and having fun, and exactly. you know there were there were clearly like people who were security. But they were just kind of hanging out. Like, it, it was yeah, you really seemed to me like it was a lot of these, these quote-unquote sports celebrities, whatever you want to say, were all decided to go up to someone's room or rooms and kind of have a party afterwards, which makes sense after a big event like that. So I was like, oh, man, that I, I should just sneak in. No one's going to notice. They're not going to be like, who are you? They wouldn't And if noticed. I did say something, I'd just be like, oh, I'm with uh, Joe ESPN Rogan. Radio in Austin. I'm with, I'm with Joe Rogan. <laughs> I am Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, so Hi, my name's Jamie. I'm going to look things up. That was one of the one of the, the times I thought, I you know, I, I could have just snuck in. I get it. But every time look I've good. hung out with, like, there's super no celebrities, I've always screwed it up. I was going to say, you're Especially anxiety. Especially there's weed involved. You're every such time, an anxious person. You, you said you once before you used to get so anxious at the Alamo Draft House and in just sitting in the theater, you're worried you're gonna make too much noise yeah, or little things like yeah, that. Dude. That sometimes you take like theater? a well, you take like a little Xanax before going so you can well, relax. And one time so after- I can't imagine you sitting there trying to play it cool in a room full of like celebs and people you know I who know. you're starstruck around. Well, also you're gonna be anxious. You're gonna be like fidgeting. You're gonna draw people's attention to see, you. See, I'm not worried about that because I'm because I'm I'm drunk and I'm a little doing on shrooms, but it's when the weed starts getting passed around because there was another time <laughs> I ended up on a rooftop with like Doug Benson and and uh, you know like a couple actresses who I'm not going to name uh, Kristen Shaw and or not Kristen Shaw you just um, named her okay uh, point being he wants to let us know that they're big actresses that are hot yeah. yes probably uh, have big and they're, everyone's smoking and hanging out up there on the rooftop of this bar where the owner like let them up after a show and they're passing a bunch of stuff around and I'm telling a story and I realize that like, everyone's kind of listening to my story and I'm just talking, I'm being funny, and then all of a sudden, like, everything hits me, and I become so high that I walk away from the circle, and I go stand in the corner, like, at the rooftop. Like, you just got put in timeout. This and is, then I can't wow. get, yeah, so it ended up Go weird. stand over there, high man. Go stand and but think about what you've just done. I will say, regardless of that incident, and me not going to party with all these uh, UFC fighters and Joe Rogan afterwards, I did learn later on, before Rogan moved to Austin, and no matter what you think of him or the podcast, it is a he owns the comedy mothership. It's a big name in uh, in media, uh, the biggest podcast. Um, I found out that he 
and another comedian were talking about uh, who uh, uh, Tom Papa were talking about radio, and he actually mentioned me as his favorite radio host in Austin. No, he didn't. Listen to the clip. Because I, when I hear people that are still doing radio, radio, I'm like, oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any other options? Is there other way? Can you get out? I'm on Sirius XM right now. That's different. That's different. Least, oh, you mean like satellite radio? You mean terrestrial? Yeah, like radio, right. like over the over the air radio. Yeah, I know. But you know what? There is something like I've been. I was in a couple towns, Columbus, Ohio, uh, Denver, even, where they have a strong terrestrial radio thing mm -hmm. station that's popular. Austin does. C.J. Morgan. Cool thing, and we've kind of lost something, like, because mm -hmm. they're talking about the show that's coming to our town. See? It creates a sense of community wow. that yeah. you don't have in other towns. Yeah. Right, and it's live. Interrupted Tom Papa to mention Austin and C.J. Morgan. Morgan. He I did. I, I'm sorry, I doubted you. You need to set boundaries. It's the parent pickup with your dad, our father, Matt Bearden, here on the C.J. Morgan Show. Yeah, and you guys don't even know what I mean by boundaries, because you think probably boundaries with kids or something like that. But I tell you, my favorite parent pickups are always the ones that apply to everybody out there. But I know a lot of people, it's the beginning of a new year, you're trying to reorganize your life, or organize your life for the first time ever. And I kind of like this. This person is talking about something that they're calling the boundary method for clearing out their drawers. Oh, yes, yes. This Are is you exciting. familiar with this? No, um, but you said drawers, and I got excited. Yeah, but not like drawers like how your grandmother called her knickers, uh, oh, but drawers yeah. when you... you know, everybody, everybody, drawers. Yeah, My everybody drawers. has a, uh, a, what do you call that, like a, a junk drawer, yeah. or you have the drawers in... Now some modern kitchens, instead of having cabinets, have drawers. The whole point is, it's really easy just to stuff as much S in there as you possibly can. And this person says, no, I have a new thing that I'm doing. Her example was she started by organizing, and I know everybody in this room has one, the Tupperware drawer or whatever. Oh, that's the where worst. You organize everything and it looks great one day. Within a week, it's a mess. It turns and then for crap. the remaining eight months after that, it's just every time you open that door or drawer, stuff's falling into your face, right? Tupperware, my new policy, goes in the trash. Uh, don't do that. I keep like the expensive, nice stuff, but uh, very few because I don't use it often. Her policy was... She takes masking tape, like painter's tape or whatever. She organizes it, makes these little squares. Everything has to fit in those squares. So, like, for she collects some jars to put some stuff in. Oh, I love doing that. Whatever fits in that section that she's masked off, she can keep. Anytime she tries to accumulate another jar or another piece of Tupperware, but that's, that's fine. But, but guess what? Something goes. Something has to go then because Ugh. everything has to fit inside of the boundaries that she has set inside of her drawers and cabinets. I hear the butt, butt, butt. What's your butt, uh, but, butt, butt? But, but sometimes there's certain pickle jars that are just so cool and you, ha you have to keep fine, it. Fine, but that one means day you're an old pickle. one's got to go. Uh, Can you keep all of your boyfriends, Emily? No, some <laughs> of them have to go. I want multiple boyfriends. See, I, was, go ahead. I, I like this. The taping thing's annoying. My only problem is, uh, which I've discussed before, I love being organized and highly organized. Where I get in trouble is I'm constantly reshuffling and redefining the organizational system. So I would have one drawer for Tupperware taped off, and then the next day I'd be like, actually, it makes more sense if I have this right here because this is closer to the fridge. Yeah. And it's no, just it's like a one-and-done situation. For That's me. the only That's way it works. Me. I'm going to try this with my son because he's already showing, like, he, I think he's going to end up on that show Hoarders. He, sure. he He's 11, and he still has toys from when he was, like, Five or six. like he has things that he can't get rid of because, but he goes, No, 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 I, I might need that one day. And I'm like, yeah, No, yeah, you yeah. don't. Teach him early. Teach him early. But if we clearly define this is the boundary for Hot Wheels, if you want more Hot Wheels or you want anything else, that's fine. But all, everything that you want Hot Wheels related has to go must in this. fit inside yeah. of the boundary because what happens is he's like, But that's my Hot Wheels collection. And I'm like, Dude. You haven't touched Hot Wheels in four years. Why do we have a collection of things you don't want? And uh, I think it may work around. So I'm going to try it out with my family. I have a feeling, like everything else I try out with my family, it will crash and burn and be a huge failure. But it's not going to stop me from trying. And speaking of boundaries, I'm very glad that for the safety of your family and your mental health, you set a boundary where if I call you after 2 a.m. anymore, you don't answer. 
So thank you, Matt. You're welcome. That's uh, really helped me out a lot. Bye. Bye. All you can eat hot pot is coming your way. What is hot pot? It's good, especially when you can eat it all. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. Korean restaurant chain K-Pot Korean Barbecue and Hot Pot will be opening two locations in Austin this year. One down in Sunset Valley and then later on one in the Arboretum neighborhood. And what makes this so special is not just it's the kind of fun, I don't know if it's a gimmick, but uh, with the Korean Barbecue and the Hot Pot, you either get the griddle at your table where you cook your own meats and veggies. Sure. Or with the hot pot, you get the boiling oil and yeah, soups and stuff. That where you, you dunk it in. You dunk it in. And uh, what makes this even better is the K-Pot Korean barbecue and hot pot. It's all you can eat. So I'm guessing you pay a fee. Let's say $40. That sounds right. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's um, probably more than $40. I, I it dep- okay, so it depends on your meat. It sounds that very houston Have you ever had Korean barbecue? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So normally the all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue places, you pick a meat package, and depending on the types of meats and that's the types how of much, qualities, okay. that's how much it's going to be. And is the all-you-can-eat, just when you're done with that meat package, they bring you in the same meat package, well, more the of meat, it? Well, the meat package, you could choose any of those meats from that meat package. Okay. And it's all-you-can-eat. It's can like eat. Tinder. You can choose whatever meats from that meat whatever package. Whatever I've swiped uh, to it. go in my belly. You didn't and get it's the a, meat it's package a, joke. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> I was referring to genitals. Yeah, you get uh, one of these. Thank you. You know, just like Tinder. Choosing whatever meat package I want. Unlimited. You and Spencer (laughs) are on fire today. I know. We're doing Uh, great. So they're going to have two of these restaurants. Yeah, yeah. uh, It sounds, it's so delicious. I just love any sort of Korean bar. I, I like cooking my own stuff. I'm sorry. I know that might be controversial. That you're paying to cook your own meats? No, it's kind of fun to learn to do it. And like it's I said, fun. it's it's uh, it's a good gimmicky date night or something to do with friends because it's it's an activity yeah. as well. And I have yet to... I really like hot pot, but I have yet to go to a do-your-own hot pot that hasn't just kind of been like eating watery, moist meat. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan, but uh, you know this place seems like they have it together, and I would love to try because... I first learned of Hot Pot when I worked at a uh, Kobe Steakhouse in San Marcos, and it wasn't part of the chain or anything. It was just a couple owned it. And every like month or so, when a lot of the food was about to turn, or they would save everything. I mean, you know, the you would eat the chicken at the teriyaki table and stuff, but you wouldn't eat the. We would eat the claws. So the they claws. would they would make like all the parts you didn't serve the customers we would get to eat before it turned and I mean like a lot of fish a lot of everything and they would essentially make a large hot pot and so the restaurant would close early on like a Thursday night and then all the employees would meet up and we would just have this big hot pot with all this food and it was incredible I mean considering we were eating again the stuff you don't serve to customers or fish that was about to turn I loved it. It was it was my favorite time. And the chef uncle also made like this fermented fish dish mm. that smells and sounds gross, but it was good. So I want to I want to relive that hot pot experience because a lot of places that have done a miniature version of this, it yeah. does to to me and from my understanding, the hot pot is it's the very hot boiling oil, and a lot of places use like a broth or a watery based broth, and to me that doesn't cook it the same sure and it doesn't taste the same as the oil mixture in there one thing that i'm going to warn you before you go to one of these things is it don't fill up on the cheese and salad like i did at a brazilian steakhouse it's all you can eat but if you order meats and you don't end up cooking the meats they charge you extra. What? Yep. Hey, it's, that's not fair. It's my meat. Well, you if you eating. didn't cook it, then oh, it doesn't count. Recapping week one of the sports bets. Uh, coming down to the big game, Washington, Michigan. And uh, wow, looks like Michigan did everything Texas was supposed to do against Washington. Run the ball. Number one. Number two, get pressure on Penix. Uh, congrats, Matt. You and I, we went 3-0 and last week in the sports bet Emily and Spencer both losing, and we said Punishment Plinko this week was going to involve my homemade spring gun. Ah, listen to that thing. Shoot! That's a second hole in the wall now this Did week. Did I really? Yeah. No, I shot my it's face. the second one this week, too. Uh, fortunately, 
It's week one. I don't think we're going to do punishment, Plinko. What do you mean? Yeah, there's no you need to do punishment. punishment. No. You're no. starting to treat punishments like you treat rewards. I still haven't gotten my two, count them, two, two meals, dinners. deals for uh, win- dinners for winning. And CJ, you won and didn't even get a raise last time. Well, that's because I had brought up the idea with management, and then we, yeah, yeah, we'll figure that out. And then I was sweating towards the end of the year because there was a point we were all pretty much tied. Unfortunately, Spencer tanked towards the end. And he even had bonus points, but I was like, crap, I'm going to have to like pay my own money oh, to so you give took, someone a raise. You took my bonus points and applied them to you? Is that what happened? Is <laughs> no, that how you, you won? Just, you just tanked at the end of the year. And I know if you had won, you would have been the bitchiest about it. So my mm, plan... You could have given him a real run for his money. My plan was was to probably take 100 or 200 out of my monthly paycheck and add it that to one of y'all. That was not your plan. That was never your plan. He can say whatever he wants to to sound like a champ right now and yeah. oh my god, what a generous guy. I didn't, I was luckily, take, I didn't have to. You, it could was still, be, you could still do that. <laughs> you still could. <laughs> you know what? Spencer brought up a great point. You don't have to have the organization involved in this. Well, to be fair, I did once talk with uh, management about cutting, like, Suggesting All of us. that yeah. I cut, that I take a salary <laughs> cut to pay to help pay other people, yeah. and uh, an advisor was like, "Yeah, don't ever do that. Don't. Uh, that's not. Also, you, don't, you don't do that." Who's in here bragging that they're making enough that they can take a pay cut? Clearly, it's definitely I, not me or Spencer. I can tell uh, you. There, there used to be a morning <laughs> show here, and if some of them took a pay cut to help pay their producer, that oh, was pretty cool. No, they. They never took a, no one took a pay cut. Ah, they probably that's, said they, yeah, they yeah, probably, that's what yeah, I've they, heard from a producer. They didn't, what they did was probably not get a pay raise as much. Also, every one of those morning shows, they, and again, we're getting too inside the weeds. Yeah, you are. They, they, You're getting way too inside. It pleases inside. me. They negotiate for themselves, not for the show. Like real classic radio shows. Hey, I'm on a morning rep. show. Leave me alone. Yeah, and I'm sure. Anyways, so when are we and taking why is it Matt the rich, out? Why is it the richest guy <laughs> in your morning show has all the commercials and salary? I know that's okay. weird on the huh. afternoon show, too. Yeah, that's strange. <laughs> We're talking about Matt, right? <laughs> you know what? I'm loading up the spring gun. All right. We're all getting shot in the face. Punishments are back. I'm, I'm going to be the rich, violent guy. This is... Move. This is how it starts. You with this insubordination. That's That's what's good about the spring gun. Is not only after I shoot the spring, I can I can just listen to this. You like that? Huh? I don't know. Fall in line. All right, we're gonna come back and make some bets, and there will be some punishments happening next week. Uh, Hang around. All right, now we've returned to the sports bet, and this time we're actually gonna make bets. We're not gonna fight about uh, how y'all guys are too scared to ask for raises, and I'm not. All right. I'll get y'all some raisins. Wouldn't that be nice? No? Did you have fun with that one? No. Okay. Just waiting for you to it was do, funny do your job. I'm just waiting for you to give me money. I mean, Emily <laughs> bought us lunch yesterday, and Spencer offered to repay her. So. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Because we know what it feels like yeah. to be in this position. Well, are we going to make bets? Hey, it's happening? not my fault that y'all are poor. And yeah. Matt decided to have two kids. So you only have yourself to blame, all right? No, I blame my two kids. I just I just read Ann Rand, all right? I'm, I'm doing that yeah. whole thing. Anyhow. Ugh, hope you pros. like your new house yeah, and your God. new truck. I do. Boss. I like it very much. Bossy. Also, you, while you're still employed here five years down the road and I'm not, <laughs> I'll, I'll really be liking that repossessed truck and house. <laughs> Let's get to the bets. Uh, we're going to do the entire slate of wild card NFL football. Uh, I'm going to have the underdog and points on everyone. Emily, you're Houston, Texas, uh, getting two and a half points, taking on Matt's friends, Browns. Browns, probably the best defense in the NFL. Texans, the best rookie quarterback for sure. Emily, you going with your H-Town? Or are you gonna... No, I'm going with Browns. I'm sorry. Jeez. Hey, all right. I don't know. Uh, what about you, Matt? H-Town, hold it down? Uh, I have actually been watching some Browns this year, and uh, I think they're going to pull this one out. Uh, spinning. Texans, Browns, who you got? Take me to Brown Town. You know, I Brown would like to take the Texans, but I'm going to have to take the Browns, too. Eagles at the Buccaneers, but the Buccaneers are three-point underdogs. Matt, fly, Eagles, fly, or suck, buck, suck? This is the time of the year when the Eagles always do really well, which is upsetting to me because I like to root against them, but the Eagles will take this. Eagles, spinning. I like Pirates, Sue Bucks. Pirates. Emily, do you like Pirates or Birds? Uh, I like the band, the Eagles. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the Eagles as well. 
This one is actually a fun one. If you're an NFL fan, uh, you will know that basically Matt Stafford, who had been stuck in Detroit for a very long time, the Tony Romo of the NFC uh, North, the Lions were the Cowboys of the NFC North. They basically swap quarterbacks. Uh, Stafford goes to the Rams, wins a Super Bowl. Goff goes to the Lions and is part of their great rebuilding process. This is the first time Stafford will be back in Detroit since that happened. Rams uh, get a field goal. They're the underdog. Who you got, Stafford or Goff? Uh, I'm going to go with Goff. Uh, the Lions. Well, yeah, the Lions haven't been good. It seems like forever. Um, but uh, I feel like this—they're going to do—they're going to do well in this one. They—they they started up at the end of last year and have, have kept going. And it would also be interesting to see if they win. They'll probably play the Cowboys. Emily, Lions or Rams? Rams. Oh my! Uh, Spinny, who you got? <laughs> Lions or Rams? Mm, I would be lying if I said Rams. So Lions. Uh, Lions, it is. And uh, I would like to ram these nuts down your mouth, but I'm going to have to take Lions as well. It's just Stop! Don't lie. Which brings us to the Cowboys at the Packers. <laughs> Packers getting seven and a half points. Cowboys have not lost at home this year, but their last two good thirteen and three teams. One with Mike McCarthy. Uh, one under uh, Garrett, both lost to the Cow, both lost sorry to the Packers. The famous one several years ago was the uh, uh, the Dak, not Dak, but uh, he caught it. Des caught it. Cowboys Packers seven and a half. Um, I am going to defer to Matt. Cowboys Packers. Packers get seven and a half. Um. It's hard for me not to take seven and a half points. And so. you'll be in that area. Well, I have to root for the, Look, I know that this is uh, Cowboys land, but I have a I have a mother-in-law who has cancer, not to make this sad, but she is a Green Bay fan. An Aaron Rodgers fan and very conspiratorial. No, no, hates all that. But this may be our last year, and I'm going to root for... I'm rooting Jesus. for the Green Bay Packers to go. My God. Uh, Emily, Cowboys. Well, now, if, if you want to bet against my mother-in-law, you go right ahead. I will. Cowboys. Cowboys, it <laughs> is. Wow, that's cruel. Uh, Spitty. Huge, huge fan of fudge, so I'm going with the Packers. Packers, it is. Not and even cheese? Just I think, fudge? I think the Cowboys will win. Seven and a half is a lot. And that's where I'm kind of stuck is do I want to pick the Packers or Cowboys outright? You know, just to make things interesting, I'll go Cowboys are going to win more than touchdown and a half, even though I don't think they will. There's the sports bet. Nominate your punishments by texting us 835-1015. And also tell us who you think will win this week for a chance to win some concert tickets. Time to nerd out over our pets. We're going to talk about the neediest dogs in this, no, not a nerd report, in this puppy parent report. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Ain't no rules to the dog can't play basketball. Emily, I'm seeing you holding my little one pepperoni over there, and I thought, you know what? Uh, we'll do we'll do this little list of the neediest dogs. So if oh, you yeah. are out there looking for a cuddle bug, mm-hmm. someone you want to play with and hold, um, I got the list for you. Okay, good, because eventually I want to get a dog. Because you have a cat that decides when and where y'all cuddle. She does. interact and show affection. She does. And it's usually not on the schedule you want, correct? No, she's normally very bothersome. Um, I actually am lucky and I have a pretty lovable cat, but only towards me, not to anybody else. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, if you want a needy lap dog, pepperoni, 65% chihuahua. So let's see if that makes the list. Uh, we'll start with number five of the neediest, cutest dogs, according to Best Life. I guess that sounds like a real Wow, this sounds website. so reliable. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, the Dachshund. They oh, the can be dogs. aggressive at times, uh, but they also love to be cuddled. They are early on, I think they were they were cave-dwelling hunting dogs. So they like to tunnel and they <laughs> like to burrow and they like to run and play. So they they love getting under blankets with you. Dachshunds are absolutely known for that. Cute. They're blanket cuddle dogs. They're lap dogs. But they also need a lot of exercise and they have a lot of energy. So they're perfect for taking on walks, for going around town. And when you carry them, they're just so long. They're so they, long and they're cute. They're so long. My uh, neighbor has a, has a dachshund named... 
um, Oscar. Yeah. Because he's an Oscar Mayer wiener. Yep. And works. I feel like there's so many dogs out there named Oscar that are... Especially wiener dogs. Wiener You'll dogs. see it a lot, especially yeah. at the dogs and races. And they're just the best. I, I love him. I love him so much. And uh, the old lady that lives next door to my parents told them when she dies, she wrote in the will that we get Oscar and my parents are like... Oh. oh, okay. Well, okay, hey, thank you. Dachshunds uh, absolutely love their humans, and they are very clingy and very needy. Uh, number four, a Great Dane. This kind of surprised me. <gasps> I would me. love a Great Dane. But they're more needy in the sense that they uh, have require a lot, of health issues. a lot of you to take care of them. Yeah, oh. they need a lot of food. They're prone to different kinds of uh, cancers and heart diseases. They need their nails trimmed regularly. And of course, you know, any type of larger dog like that mm-hmm. tends to have knee, hip, joint issues. So they're needy in the sense that they need a lot of expensive care. Not that dachshunds don't. A lot of especially purebred dachshunds or overweight ones have invertebrate disc disease. So they need a lot of surgeries and a lot of preventative care there. Uh, number three, similar to the Great Dane, the Labrador Retriever Prone to a lot of hip, hip paw, issues, knee issues, uh, but mainly the reason they're so needy on this list is because they have endless energy. They love to get into things. They yep. always got to be moving, always got to be doing stuff. So they're needy. They need you to go with them. And it Those frustrates me. They're yard dogs. They're yard dogs. It frustrates me when, you know, I'm very happy anytime someone adopts a dog from a shelter and there are a lot of lab mixes and shelters. And then they go and spend like all day in a crate. Yeah, I also agree. At an apartment and then yep. only go out when you're going to happy hour or something like that. Oh, and then yeah. Sit, in, in college, that was a big That was everyone's issue. dog, yeah. I don't know why everybody in college wants to get a golden retriever. I have a cat. You can ignore them for eight hours a day. Just they don't leave really food and they'll know. be fine. Yeah, they don't even know. Uh, number two, the Chihuahua, sassy, confident, and cute. And uh, <laughs> yep, pepperoni has been day two of her just American beauting in the backyard, just barking at a trash bag that's rolling around back there. Beautiful. Then every time I go try to apprehend said bag, <laughs> the wind blows, and then she goes, <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> uh-huh. Very annoying, but uh, she is 65%, even though she looks more like... Yorkie schnauzery, yeah. but definitely a needy. I mean, she's been dog. sitting on my lap this entire segment. No yeah. worries. So um, they're also prone to health issues as well, heart, eye issues. We all know Mr. President mm. uh, had some heart issues, and he was mainly Chihuahua. You know, this is kind of sad. I thought this was going to be more neediness, and they loved you and need a human to cuddle. But number one, definitely health problems. Uh, the neediest dog ranked is the French Bulldog topping the list. Oh, they have neck, man. knee, back problems, heart issues. They have that flat snout. They have heavy breathing problems. They do do as well in like hot, humid areas. Uh, they require special grooming products and food to keep their skin in good condition. So if you're going to get one of those five dogs, no, it's not just they're needy and as in wanting attention, but you're going to be needing to shell out some bucks. Crappy weather's on the way. It's time for getting some headlines, and you probably heard a lot about it. Um, and I always hope that they're overhyping it, and it doesn't bother me when that happens. But starting this weekend, actually tomorrow, we're going to be getting very windy, very cold air coming in. It's going to get into the 20s, 20s, 30s. And then, of course, it's going to slowly warm back up towards the weekend. Before the second cold front comes Uh. in, it's going to be late Sunday afternoon, Arctic air, strong winds. That's the big uh, issue everyone's talking about, strong winds. There's not going to be, they don't expect a lot of major ice or precipitation, but it's going to be windy, which can also bring down the power lines with our branches as we've seen. So hopefully not a lot of power losses, but just be prepared just in case. Very cold, very windy. And I hope uh, at this point we've all bought our extra generators, oh, yeah. blankets, and heaters and stuff like that. And, of course, always remember to you know protect your pets, uh, keep your pipes dripping and covered so they don't burst. And all those houseplants, take them, take them inside or just dump them in the yard if you don't the care. The three Ps. The three Ps. Don't uh, this forget. Is, I know all the way through next week it's going to be in the uh, upper teens. At mm-hmm. least through Tuesday and Wednesday, so watch out for that. Uh, also, watch out for major music celebrities coming to Austin and playing little fun shows. Uh, country star Zach Bryan announced on his Twitter, Hey, I'm going to be at Sagebrush 
first 100 people to show up or whatever the capacity was gets in, and then he Whoa. deleted the tweet. Whoa. Yeah, dude, Zach Bryan uh, played earlier this week at Sagebrush, bought everyone's drinks, just went and did a set. How cool is that? That is I, so cool. I love it when uh, That makes artists, me feel like Austin is Austin. It you know? does, and I mean... You know, the Killers, when they were here for Circuit of Americas, they did it. It wasn't as small of a show, Sagebrush, but they did kind of the same thing where they just told their fans and, you know, they told the radio station, like, hey, we're doing a thing at Emo's. We only want fans. We'll let you know when tickets go on sale. So I love this kind of thing. And, uh, you know, Zach Bryan's mega popular in the realm of uh, country, pop country music. So that's a pretty damn cool thing to see in austin incredible more people should do this please more people should do a lot of fun things like what's happening this weekend that i'll be missing emily i know you say you're going to vegas but once i tell you about this event you're gonna want to cancel your trip because i can't believe that you lego master is going to be missing brick Brick fest Fest live brick fest live and if you don't know what that is because you're not a nerd like me uh, it's <laughs> held at the Austin Convention Center. It's going to be Saturday and Sunday. And it's just a giant Lego, life-size convention. Lego convention. And they do Lego replicas of famous characters. They also have a bunch of different Lego opportunities where you can go and like build Legos. Massive or see. mock sets you can see. Yeah, and it's like a touring experience, I've I guess. I've never been to any of these uh, Lego cons, but I know you do a lot of cons for anime and cosplay and stuff. Mm-hmm. Should I... Should I be worried about dressing up? Dressing at a Lego con? Yeah, yeah. I mean, why um, not? It's a con. I mean, if you can figure out something to like, build, to build and, yeah. and wear, then sure, I can't sure, just go as a cool. Lego man. That's what everyone's going to do, right? I can't just be a minifig. You could also just like go as a cardboard. You could go as Batman, just regular Batman, and then people do are the like, voice. "What are you doing?" And you're like, I- "I'm Lego ba- Batman." Batman from the Lego Movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm missing this. Uh, hey, if any of y'all go. You know, take pictures, send it my way. I want to see what these things are all about. Seems fun. A travesty is taking place online and no one's talking about it. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. When it comes to the NFL, there are so many great longhorn names. I mean, Earl Campbell, Derek Johnson, Ricky Williams, Vince Young, Jamal Charles, Cedric Benson. It goes on and on and on. But how often do you think about the kickers? More on that in just a moment. With the end of the NFL season also comes the Pro Bowl voting and selections. And Emily, I hate to say it, but as a Longhorn, you should be pissed. I'm so mad. Good, because the very kicker, Dicker the kicker, Cameron Dicker, who yeah. uh, attended school with you. You all might have had classes together. I definitely didn't. Okay. I uh, had no, I, I was in public relations. You know, sometimes football players got to take those BS classes too. Oh my God. Uh, BS. Anyhow, okay. Cameron Dicker, who kicks for the San Diego Chargers uh, out of Texas into the NFL, is pretty damn good. Wait, Not he's just, already in the NFL? Yes. Uh, making what? millions, and you're in radio making tens of dollars. He's younger than me, too. This I know. It's sad sucks. and weird. You know what? I, I have a really good leg. I could kick. Anyway, sorry. Tell me more things. Well, that'll he's make got me a mad. great leg, and he's uh, been a pretty damn solid kicker for the woeful Chargers. But when it comes to the Pro Bowl, they only elect one kicker for the AFC, one kicker for the NFC, which is kind of crap. So Cameron Dicker took it upon himself to start an ad campaign. He made this commercial to get himself voted upon by the fans to represent the AFC in the Pro Bowl. Have you ever been victimized by a missed field goal? No good! Wide to the right! No good! My name is Cameron Dicker, and I'll kick for you. 50, 40, 30, doesn't matter. I'll make it. Rain, sleet, or snow, this leg is ready to go. Don't believe me? Ask him. Cameron Dicker is a really good kicker. He's outstanding, and, you know, I love him. And I did not edit that. So don't be a and let me kick for you at the Pro Bowl. Awesome, right? He made his own fake lawyer commercial. This kid. Dressed up. He's kicking. That's so much fun, right? This kid literally sounds like, some. this sounds like something you would make. I mean, it is stuff that I've made. I've gotten in trouble, though, at the station. They're like, don't impersonate lawyers anymore because they spend money. Oh, really? Uh, Cameron Dicker did not get elected to the Pro Bowl. Ah! 
So that is a great travesty to the Longhorns. So I was like, well, who the hell is representing the AFC? Yeah. This isn't fair at all. Let's find out who is kicking for the AFC that shunned the great Longhorn Cameron Dicker. Justin Tucker from 40 yards out for the game. It's up. The Longhorns win it. Okay, never mind. Probably the best kicker in the NFL history, Justin Tucker. Also, oh, wait, he was my kicker. Yeah, he was your kicker in fantasy. Also from the uh, Texas Longhorns, who in that classic clip you just heard, hit the field goal as time expired that beat A&M in the very last of that rivalry game in the Big 12, but it will renew next year. So, okay, Justin Tucker's there. Here's the bright side for you dickheads. That, <laughs> Cameron Dicker fans, that's what we call yeah, them. Okay. okay. Um, the bright side is uh, Justin Tucker and the Ravens have a good chance, really good chance to make it to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If they do, there will be a replacement, and hopefully it will be Cameron Dicker, the kicker. Did you know the entire reason behind some of our favorite old school Saturday morning cartoons Looney Tunes was to promote Warner Brothers' music catalog in the 1930s. That's why it's tunes and not tunes, as in cartoons, T-O-O-N, which I feel like both are Mandela effect things. But hey, uh, at least you know it's true because you heard the certified guaranteed stamp of truth. Because before I said that fact, I said... Did, Did you? you? No. Emily, y'all can do it. I mean, oh, Emily, sorry. You know, say it. Did Let's, you know? There we go. Much better. Did you know? I did it twice now. Humans can actually hear the difference between hot and cold water being poured. Uh, I guess there was a study back in the day. Marketers wanted to know if it would be possible to make a noise itself sound more, more appealing. Like, can people hear the difference between a hot cup of tea being poured and a cold beer? And can we make it sound more refreshing? And I want to do the experiment. Oh, so, you, can I tell you the? You know how certain sounds you hate? Yeah. Pouring is one of those that really like oh, agitates great. me. Well, I have two pouring sounds Oof. for you. All right. I so want gonna, you all to try gonna, to figure it did out. Did you know you can tell the difference between hot and cold pouring? Let's do it. Okay. Here we go. Is this sound hot or cold? That's hot. Okay. Let me hear the next one. Okay. Here is pour number two. Oh, no, that's hot. Poor number two's hot. That's yeah, hot. Even two though is hot. Maybe bubbler. poor number two sounds foamier. Emily, what? Uh, give us the difference. Poor number one is cold. Yeah, yeah. And poor, number, poor two's, number two is yeah, hot. That's why and I had actually, to 96% of people can tell the difference between hot and cold just by the sound. I'm going to be honest. Cool. It's a 50 50 guess. So, like. <laughs> it is a 50 50 guess, but you can seriously, like, tell the difference. I like, don't think so. Well, listen, this is. The water's faster. It sounds more chilled. And then for hot, here we go. Oh, that's me urinating in your Coke. Oh, no, it's not. It's hot. It's not. It comes out of a 98-degree body. It's warm. It's hot. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. Did you know? What do you think about this one, Emily? Is this hot or or cold? This is nasty. That's what it is. What is that? This smell. I can smell this (laughs) sound, (laughs) to be honest. Did you know in Japan, uh, some kids shows like Bob the Builder, for instance, had to be re-edited because Bob the Builder only has four fingers on his hand. And in Japan... When you join the Japanese mafia, they remove one of your fingers. Uh, so they said it made it look like all these kids' characters were in the mafia. Were the Japanese <laughs> mafia. Oh my God. So they had to go through and reanimate them and add an extra finger to them. That's rad. Man, if you're a cop in Japan, you just arrest <laughs> those guys. <laughs> Serendipity. Speaking of missing body parts, in the 19... 19- Did you know? Oh, gosh. In the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing, there was a mysterious detached leg found in the rubble of the building that was destroyed. Since all of 168 victims' legs have been accounted for, this left leg perplexed investigators and has yet to be traced back to another person. Oh, no, there's just a CJ in that building, and they mistook the dong as that guy's left leg. So they have just a tripod, just flop dropping. So you're dongless right now. So it blew off his left leg, and then they're like, oh, here's this complete human because he had the dong and leg. 
Which you, but the left leg was blown off, and so that's why they found a left leg on its own because they mistaked the dong for the left leg already. But they never traced it back to anyone. So you're you're saying right now because they made that mistake, they need to dig this guy up and realize he just has a big old floppy dome. Oh, the aliens know they're not there. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? Resident scientist Matt Bearden is here to discover just that on the C.J. Morgan Show. Oh, it takes off online every once in a while. And second only to the Cat Williams uh, uh, interview stories for the last week have been um, stories on TikTok and Instagram popping up of people spotting aliens. I brought up Cat Williams on air the first day back. And I felt it was a mistake. I felt the consultant and boss in my mind saying, no one knows about this Cat Williams thing. Everybody did. And now it's the biggest thing. It really was. I'm very glad. Uh, Harvard scientist says, guess what? Aliens? Um, no. They don't exist. You're never, ever, 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 ever going to see a biological alien on this planet. Math, I don't believe it. The math is impossible. Uh, yeah. He, he, he's a professor. His name is uh, uh, Avi Loeb. And he says... It is highly unlikely a biological creature could ever reach the Earth. And he points out two big things. One, just to get across the Milky Way, not even from another galaxy, just this galaxy, to get across this galaxy, about a billion years, just across our galaxy. Oh, my god. So gosh. he points out that it just time-wise doesn't make sense. But he says, secondly, and the other big thing is that there is so much radiation and so many chunks of ice and rock and debris. So dangerous. He said a a biological being could not survive the trip through space. It's just it's it's harsh out there. That's that's one of the things physicists say is that the speed of light is dreadfully slow. In the context of not just our universe, but like you said, in our solar system or galaxy, the speed of light is so, so, so. First of all, a biological carbon-based life form really couldn't travel at it at that speed, not right. to mention, Matt, even though space is mostly empty, well, it'll affect if our you mass, so, are traveling yeah. at that speed and you hit something... You're vaporized, essentially. Yeah, mm. uh, but it's so slow. Now, there's an asterisk here. Folding space. Because this professor, and other professors are agreeing with him, says, however, things could reach this planet. They would be... Artificial intelligence. They'd yeah. be the creation of some kind of artificial intelligence. Things that could live for generations exactly. and thousands of years. Well, not, not just yeah. that, but so, and this is kind of where certain... Because I don't think life forms could do that on like a, what's called a generation ship where you live there for thousands yeah, of years. Right. What, 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 We're going to kill ourselves. So with the generation ships and with the, the robot theory, so kind of Dune and like Blade <laughs> Runner hit on this. Okay. Is that for a society, it would have to be a robotic life or sort of super biological clones that can like the robots would to do this they'd have to be able to make more robots and the clones okay, would have to be able to actually have kids should we be to playing do this segment at 420 we talked er, earlier in the week about the idea that you could kind of use these photons and you could send a fingerprint without actually sending the fingerprint we yeah. talked about there earlier um they're saying one of the things that could happen with an artificial intelligence is it could figure out that kind of quantum mechanics, and then it wouldn't take the full billion years. It could, it could literally be using those uh, whatever it was, the unbrand, uncharted photons. I, that's stuff we don't understand. But it even then, that, but. you still can't beam whatever this is faster than the speed of light. How well, do you that, was, know, that was teleportation because, we were talking about. That's completely different. Well, I'm saying like if you're sending, but it doesn't matter if you're sending it's anything. It's a quantum intent. Eh, never mind. It's too. It's above my head anyway. Too. So. I'm. I'm also, so. This is above anything. I other, just want to. The other things aliens. that get brought up is uh, that aliens are us from the future. But I think it was Einstein that said you can't travel back in time, only forward. That, that, and even traveling forward, that's a caveat. That's just using speed to make it to where when you're further away from heavy pull of gravity. Time reacts on you differently than it does the people well, that close to the gravity. Plus, the, the only li- well, the only life we're used to too is this biological form of amino acids and protein built chains, like physical forms. <laughs> there could be different types of life out there, like some weird so, ame- know, amoeba clouds. CJ, you got a little protein on your shirt there, dude. Oof. Ooh, gross. Oh. What I think you need to keep in your glove box. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet, that thing's still around. 
Peter Rudup, Celery Man, please. Yes. Welcome to Clickbait Corner. Yesterday, we clicked through the clickbait so you don't have to. The clickbait was, what a mechanic suggests you keep in your glove compartment. Flashlight, your vehicle's manual, insurance, tire gauge, first aid kit, pen and paper, multi-tools, spare fuses. Amongst the list, I agree with all those. But I'm going to read to you what I, I think you should also have in your glove compartment. Uh, you are, uh, okay, as crazy as you are some days, some, CJ. Some days I'm crazier. CJ, <laughs> you're like, you're like my local big brother. You're not a dad. You're definitely not dad level. Yeah, because you got the craziness. These are pretty dumb. But you have some great big brother tips. So okay. I'm curious to see what you want me to keep in my glove well, box. Well, let's start with the glove compartment gloves. Two kinds of gloves. Specifically, uh, I think you need a pair of gloves for doing work. Say, it if you have a flat tire, you got to pick up a log out of the road. A pair of like actual utility gloves. A log? And then uh, a pair of like nice leather gloves for when it's cold. So, a couple pairs of gloves in the glove compartment. So, Plus, it's the glove compartment. So, driving gloves and, I guess, work, work gloves? gloves? Yeah, okay. work gloves. Okay. Or at least some yeah. work gloves, because you're going to need that if you're doing stuff. Um, I know we're in South Texas. This is something you had to have where I grew up. Uh, unless, can you know, because we don't have CDs in our CD players. Uh, ice scraper. You yeah. want to have an ice scraper. You yeah. actually gave me an ice scraper last I did, year. I did, because I come prepared. I didn't have one. And you were like, you know what? I have an extra one. Here you go. Take it. And uh, don't miss work. Uh, next on my list of crap you got to have in your glove compartment, something for self-defense. I'm going to go ahead and just say pepper spray, or as I prefer to use pepper gel. Okay. I think it's a good idea, especially for women traveling about, to have that. If we're doing glove compartment, what about some boxing gloves? That's self-defense, and it fits the glove theme. You know, they're too big, <laughs> and I got a lot more to pack in there. Uh, I was going to say e, the proper storage temperature is not to exceed 120 degrees for pepper That's spray. a big problem. I haven't so, had any burst in my car yet. Yeah, okay. just in case. I, I wanted to get that out there for those of you. No, Good. thank you. Thank you for Because it does correcting. get hot during the summer. Right. Uh, also, aux cords, just for playing music, doing that. But in addition to having a pile of different aux cords and stuff, uh, some kind of charger that is... Uh, you know, it can essentially be used as a battery for you if you need to charge your phone via emergency okay. or charge something else, charge a, a flashlight. You have some kind of little battery in there that you can charge up USB and then use later on. Uh, this one also probably comes from driving up north where it's colder. By north, I just mean still in Texas. <laughs> Amber 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 Amber. Uh, candle and matches. <laughs> Candle and matches. Yeah, 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 yeah. that in your car? Yes, because if you get into a wreck on an icy road and your car breaks down, a candle will help you it'll, stay somewhat warm. You won't be freezing. It'll be around 40 degrees in the car, in the cabin, but it'll keep you from dying overnight if yeah, you're stuck it's a in like a, heat. <laughs> and, really? you know, like a blizzard, like, you know, and you have to sleep it out in the car or something. That's not going to happen yeah. often here. So at least I don't know. It might happen kind of this uh, weekend. But learning that, I was like, oh, man, and a candle, especially if it's brand new, it's going to burn for Forever, or not forever, sure. but it's going to burn at least throughout the night. And it's not like it's going to deplete all your oxygen because you could crack yeah. the window, let some air in, that sort of thing. Because uh, you probably won't be able to keep your car running the whole time. Uh, this is also another item that, in case of emergency or a wreck or something, but also probably can't stand the heat of the summer, uh, flares. Keeping flares in your vehicle. Now that seems extreme. Emergency flares. Does it? Yeah. You can well, if you get in a wreck, you can flare off your car so you don't get hit. If you're in a snowstorm, a whiteout. Well, if you got AAA, sure. But I'm saying, but for people that don't, AAA I guess, might take an hour to get to you or more. Not everyone could afford it or has it in a, in a deal or whatever with their car. Uh, sure. And also, there's a lot of country roads out in Texas that in the don't have of proper lighting. Yeah. And uh, it's happened before where you come across a car and they forget to, I mean, maybe your or cones or lights something, don't yeah. work and, you know, things like that. So Maybe LED lights, if not flares. It's a lot more useful than, and you'd be surprised because those fly, flares are bright and even the big, tr like, truckers, semi-truckers yeah. will use them because obviously the, they got a bunch of property to protect. But. I know I'm being a little over-preppery with this, but here's the deal. Like, you, you don't ever want to have to use this stuff. Yeah. 
But if you're in a situation Unless where you're CJ, it, which he really want wants it. to use it. Uh, <laughs> my glove compartment is just they, not that big. They mentioned a multi-tool. I, <laughs> I would like the idea of a multi-tool that has a knife or a knife that also has a window breaker. That's if you get into a rack or something where you need to cut a seatbelt and bust out a window. When well, M said yesterday, you can use like one of those, what, like a little crystal a quartz or something? Yeah. As long as there's like a little fine point to it, because that's how the glass shatters. Is yeah. a, a really fine, like... Not like a knife or something, but just a, a focused point. Uh, last on this list, might not fit in your glove compartment. They can have small ones, but uh, I think a fire extinguisher is a good thing to carry in a car. A chemical fire extinguisher at that. You can get little small ones, too. Have yeah, like you can get little small ones in case there's an engine fire or a road fire. Or, you know, I keep one in my car because I go camping a lot, and I think it's a good idea just to have a fire extinguisher because I... Now, here's the crazy thing. I like burning stuff. I'm already mentioning it. A lot of these things aren't going to fit in your glove compartment or your box. No, where are you going to put this? I don't have have a place for any of this. I know. On top of, like, the manual and all the other stuff they recommend yesterday putting in there. And what about all of the napkins that I store from fast food restaurants? And the MREs. Yeah. Yeah. And the pen and paper that I'm supposed to write down people's information or, you know. I guess you're just screwed if something happens. (laughs) Matt, Emily, Emily and Spenny. Just a few of the weirdos that can tolerate this guy. The C.J. Morgan Show on 101X.